Well, as you've been hearing, the government faces several battles with the Greens to pass their bills in the Senate. Also today, the Reserve Bank Governor, Philip Lowe, will appear at Senate estimates at around 11. Former RBA Governor Bernie Fraser told us earlier that the bank's incorrect forecast about rates staying put till 2024 should never have been made. That has damaged credibility and that is a worry because independence and the credibility of the central bank is absolutely essential and you can't have one without the other. Independence and credibility go together. Former RBA Governor Bernie Fraser on breakfast earlier. Charles Croucher is the Chief Political Editor with Nine News and our guest this morning. Charles, Phil Lowe hasn't been a popular figure after nine straight interest rate rises. That's to be expected, I suppose. What sort of questions is he likely to face today? Good morning, PK. He's popular as a parliamentary punching bag, at least verbally, up here, and certainly more and more people are uh, joining the pile on. Look, the, the the main questions today, I suspect you'll see, are about, firstly, the immediate future. That is, we have had these nine consecutive rate rises. How many more? Given that the RBA and Treasury have both said they believe the peak of inflation is behind us, how many more of these rate rises uh, and rises, the RBA made it pretty clear, should Australians expect? Yesterday, NAB came out and said there's probably three more and they would be back to back to back consecutive uh, rate rises that would take uh, the cash rate up to about 4.1%. Now, you can imagine the damage that's going to do to mortgages right across the country, particularly those, that group that has been um, focused on by a lot of people. That is the group that have uh, a coming off fixed rate mortgages uh, in the coming uh, couple of months or in the coming couple of years. The other thing, though, that really has to be focused on is in the medium term, where does this all settle? Because while it seems that everyone's in agreement that the peak of inflation is behind us, if inflation settles at four, even the high threes or five percent, that's going to cause longer and more lasting damage to the economy. So the question is, how does the RBA get inflation back into that target range? That's one of the big questions that uh, I think Philip Lowe will have to give some kind of explanation to as well today. Look, the Greens said they'll be talking about the, the groups that are being really smashed, and that's their mm. word, mortgage holders and renters, particularly younger people that seem to be either uh, have higher mortgages or are more likely to be renters. And this all uh, is a bit of a preview for the two reviews going into the Reserve Bank at the moment, the the one that's due back mid-year and then the Treasurer's own independent panel that's uh, coming next month. Yeah, March. Look, the Greens have said on all of these, you know, big bills that the, the, the government's trying to pass that they'll vote yes to both the Housing Fund, the National Reconstruction Fund, only if the government agrees to no new coal and gas projects. I mean, they've been consistent on all of the legislation mm. on that demand. And Ed Husick, not ruling it out when he spoke to me um, just earlier. Not, you know, I'm reading between the lines. I'm sure you were too, but he was yeah. really being very careful not to rebuke the Greens because they need them, right? Yeah, this is the the new order, particularly if the coalition is going to be intent on on uh, going against some of this major legislation. Look, it's a, that's a tactic that worked so well for Tony Abbott, most memorably, uh, and most recently in terms of being a real opposition's opposition. Uh, the problem with that, and Ed Husick pointed this out, he said the coalition has dealt themselves out. So they are now dealing and negotiating with the Greens. And the question is, how far do you go? Ed's you know, point was that you, you 
can't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Now, that's a point he's making directly to Adam Bant and, and the Greens' colleagues there, saying, I'm not sure that there is a way they can do this, both uh, you know, politically and indeed practically, without coal and gas. However, there may be some concessions to be made there. And I just, I think that's the approach that the government is taking. We wait and see if that's the approach the Greens are taking, because so far they've been pretty adamant and pretty direct with what their demands are. And the stuff on housing yesterday uh, that the Greens came out with, you know, talking $5 billion worth of investment and rental freezes, you know, this is all uh, really dreamy stuff for the Greens, but it's also a starting point for a negotiation. The question is how far do do either side uh, walk on that one? Yeah, that's right. Just briefly, yesterday the government received the Defence Strategic Review it commissioned last year. It hasn't been publicly released. What can we expect from it? Look, the word being used most this morning is overhaul. Obviously, there's a real focus on our region and the increased tensions in our region, plus the new partnerships and alliances, be they the Quad or AUKUS, that are going to make up part of Australia's defence strategy. Angus Houston, who led the Defence Force for six years, led the Air Force for four years, he called it the most important piece of individual work he has done for defence in this country. That gives you an idea of the scope and the monumental change that might be about to come to the Australian Defence Force. Charles, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Becca. Charles Croucher is Chief Political Editor with Nine News and you're listening to ABC RM Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.